Vibing on the highest level, it's the Vibe Show Podcast. I am your host, the Vibe King, Kano the Don. And today, 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 well, we have a special guest joining us on the show today. I'm talking about, they, they, she, she's being labeled a, a, a triple threat, which I still think we need to add some more numbers on that title because of all of the accomplishments and great talents that this queen have. I'm talking about the one and only Braylee Evans. How you doing today? Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's... When you were talking, I said, maybe they should call me the octothreat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make up a new one. I'm an octothreat. You know what? And I'm gonna stamp that, co-sign that, and and we're gonna start promoting that. That's what we need to start. I love it. You just changed it. You did it when you said that. I said, well, I guess I do about eight things, and that would be octa. So yeah, I'm an octa threat. That's right. That's <laughs> right. How you doing today? I am blessed and highly favored. I am excited about life. I am just you know trying to get folks hype about every Tuesday night. You already know about it. Do I know about it? You know what's crazy though. What's crazy about it? It's it's almost like this just came out of the blue. But I feel like it was necessary. Like we needed something, another strong show like this with an all star cast. We gonna get into that. I wanna before that though. Let me let me just thank you though from me and the vibe team. I want to thank you so much for allowing us this opportunity and taking time out of your super busy schedule today. It is my pleasure. I don't, like, when I heard about you guys, all I was thinking was, I've got that vibe, that vibe. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to get on the vibe. So thank you guys for having me and even considering me to be on the show. Um, and, hey, I'm not turning down anything but my collar. Okay, right, right now it is just time to, like, it forwards your mission, it forwards my mission, and as long as we, you know, stand together, we both get things done. So that's how I see it. You know what? I wish everybody else in the world uh, felt that way. I know it's a, it's a lot of us do, <laughs> I but I just it. wish the other majority felt that way too. You know, and I think that we'll be so much farther in life as a as a world. You know what I mean? Right. So look, I um, think that well, because it's starting with you and I, we're starting the process. So that's right. We just need to keep doing what we're doing. That's right. Let me um let let let's start here um for all of the listeners and um everybody all your fans and and everybody that's actually tuning in right now we got a, a few people jumping on the live right now I want to um I want to give them a little bit about you and and what you were doing before all of this because like you know you you I mean you're an actress uh, violinist um, comedian voiceover model motivational speaker I mean so many different um, wonderful uh, accolades that you that you have and talents that you're blessed with what were you doing um, before all of this can we talk about that the before yeah before all of this I was um, I just started college years yeah. I was in college I went to Cal State LA. I graduated from there with a marketing degree, and um, I was in business administration was my major. After graduation, I, um, you know, started kind of working in the music business. 
and I was doing everything from being a front desk girl at a studio to singing background wow. for people. And, you know, I was doing every kind of uh, singing thing that I could find. I sing in clubs. Anytime somebody was having an event, they would ask me to sing. I would be like, yes, until that wonderful day when my neighbor said, you know, aren't you this famous actress? I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. So that's what kind of changed the trajectory of everything I had going on. But I was really going for the music first. Really? So mm -hmm. so at that point, um, acting wasn't even in the vision at that point? It, acting was not on my radar wow. at all. I never, as much as I love a film and television, I never looked at the screen and said, oh, I want to be on there. But on Saturday morning, if my mother was cleaning up and watching Soul Train, I was like, I want to be on there. I know that's right. <laughs> we, <laughs> so I think we I all I never did. really desired to be an actress. Mm -hmm. Like, so this is one of those things where someone saw something in me. Right. And I explored it. And it actually, you know, was a, it was God for me. So so glad I listened. So when, 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 that, when that was given and you um, kind of took that and ran with that, what was the process like? I mean, what what was your next step then at that point? Was it like, you know what, let me try to take some acting classes. Let me, because um, you kind of seem like right a natural away. Not right away. It wasn't straight to acting class because, uh, like I said, my neighbor had mistaken me as being famous already. And he took me to his commercial agent's office. And she basically talked to me for a bit and said, honey, you should have been on television. You're wasting your time and my money. Wow. And so after that, she said, I'm going to begin to send you out. I didn't have any headshots or any uh, acting classes under my belt. I think she just saw a natural ability in our conversation and felt confident that she could use her company name to get me in those rooms. So I went on about 10 auditions, and that was a little thing we played in the office there we did something called count the nose count how many nose you get until you get a yes <laughs> right and so i was counting my nose and on my 10th audition happened to be my first yes and that's when i booked the twix commercial which was national and international and i was pookie pie does my butt look big in these yeah, if anybody wants yeah, to see yeah, it yeah, can, yeah. isn't that hilarious wow <laughs> If anybody wants to see that a commercial, you can just put in Twix Booty on Inst Twix on uh, YouTube. I'm right on YouTube, down. and you and that video will pop up. You'll see me in those red pants. That was my very first time on television. Wow, I'm writing that down too. Twix mm -hmm. is that Booty Booty? B o t t y. I mean B o o t y. <laughs> I can't even spell it. <laughs> B o t B o o t y. Right. Mm -hmm. Booty. Yeah. Quick booty. T W I X, <laughs> like the candy bar. It was a candy right. bar commercial. Uh, and, and and okay. At first and, and you know what too? Let's let's shout her out, man. Shout out to that lady that that, that seen that vision, you know, and when you didn't even Ms. see that Maria, vision. Maria, I love you. Shout out to <laughs> Miss Maria. So For like, real, man. We owe I'll her never a forget lot. that opportunity. Like and it just led to other commercials after that. And when I began to see my checks come in the mail, mm. I said, oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. They pay like this for mm -hmm. one day of work. I'm an actor. Mm -hmm. What would I do? So after <laughs> that, I got really serious, looked up some acting coaches. I've been to everywhere from um, 
Kimfield's mother, Chipfield, studied with her, studied with uh, Tasha Smith out, out of Tesaw. I went to Playhouse West. I studied under uh, Richard Lyons. Um, I just was like eating it up at that point. I was like, oh, okay, this is a real thing. It feels good. Um, I, I enjoyed doing it. While I was doing it, I realized I had no concept of time or, oh, I need to eat lunch. I need to stop. And I look up, I had done 12 hours straight hmm. to do that commercial. And it, I felt like I just got there 30 minutes ago. So I said, wait a minute, there's something to that. And that's when I begin to get serious so I can learn the language, know the lay of the land and how things go. So that's when the real process started. Wow. Now, you know, that that's amazing. So even at that level and at that point, um, when you you start, when you decided to take it seriously, um, mm -hmm. were were like you got training in anything? You got all of the training, but to me, um, you know, you 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 have that naturalness about you, and just like the vision that the lady seen, I mean, you can see it on film when you know in everything that you've ever played in. I just think that it's amazing. Thank you so much. Um I was that little kid that people would come up to my mom and say, oh, my God, you should put it on TV. And my mom just kind of shooed them away like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to put it on TV. But it was, it's, people have been saying that, you know, about me since I was a small baby, really. You know, and so I think that for the listeners, you know, something someone has been complimenting you on or a family member on, and you kind of kind of brush it off. But it's right. actually the God in them speaking to the God in you saying, hello, pay attention to this. You might be missing the mark on your life and on your purpose and on what you should be doing. But people are constantly complimenting you in this one area that you think is no big deal. But it's actually your millions are trapped right there. Right, right. Isn't that, isn't that funny, like, how how we don't we don't see the vision sometimes and, and other people see the vision um just on that outside looking in, looking type in. Of thing. yeah you know because we're conditioned you know when i think about why i never pursued acting it, it wasn't a, a big desire number one and number two my parents were instilling in me you have to go to school you better get your college degree you you need to um you, you have to do all these things. And so I was kind of on that road doing what they told me I needed to be doing. Right. And I was never listening to the voice inside saying, you know, this, I've always, like, I'll put it like this. When I was little, my parents would say, what you want to be when you grow up? And I used to say a singer. And they would say, well, what's your real job going to be? <laughs> <laughs> right? And, right? And they're like, no, where are you going to go every week and get a check? And I, know, I was that's like, right. uh police officer like I didn't know yeah but I did know because I told you I want to be a singer right. and so I think and I don't have any children yet so I I, I caution I walk very lightly and I say this with caution to the parents your kids are leaning towards something even now they can be five they can be three they're leaning into something and if you would help them hone that gift that they just, they, they're closer to Jesus than we are because they just left him right. and came to be birthed through you. If we can help them lean into those gifts, it would be a lot uh, 
happier people, number one. Number two, there'd be a lot of less kids going to college and dropping out because they could already be leaning into their gifting. Right. And my nephew, he's 17, um, grad, graduated high school, but all through, since he was about three years old, he had been in dance class. So he's done everything from ballet to hip hop to jazz, all it, but he's a phenomenal dancer. Right. It was time to go to college, and I talked to his mom. I said, please, let's just ask him. You know, let's just see if he wants to go to college. And he's like, no, I don't. I want to go to L.A. and start my dancing career. And I was so pleased that she let him do that. He's danced for everybody from Nicki Minaj to Cardi B. Right Come now, on. Cardi B is doing his one of his dances. Like, it's a thing. What's it, his it's name? It's so crazy, the, the, the swaggy. If anybody knows about the swaggy, that's my little nephew. And it's because we nurtured the gifting that he already had and, like, you know, helped him get in the places and in the rooms he needs to be in and his talent spoke for itself. What's his name? Little Swag. Little Swag. That's what they call him. I got, mm -hmm. a, I got a little. And the dance right. is called the Swaggy. That's really popular right now. And everyone's like doing videos on it. Little Swag. Yo Swag. I'm definitely mm -hmm. gonna. Uh, His Instagram is Yo Swag. Yo Swag or Lil Swag. His name is Lil, Lil Swag. Swag, and his Instagram but is. His Instagram is Yo Swag. You know these kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Yo Swag. I'm just I'm writing all this yes. stuff down because I'm I'm definitely gonna uh, look him up and show him some love. And I uh, love it. Thank you. Everything. Oh yeah, most definitely. That's that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to support each other. So I really appreciate yeah. that information, right? We might try to get him on the show. You know what oh, I'm saying? Well, then I can make. I'll definitely make sure I connect you two after this. Oh well, yeah. Because well, I would love for the world to you know, get to know him as a person, and he has a message, you know, and that message is college isn't for everybody. We're not telling people not to go to school, but what we are saying is whatever your gifting is, it would behoove you to lean into that thing. Some people clean up very well. That's a gift, because, right. honey, I'm not her. <laughs> <laughs> and so I hire people like her. You right. know what I'm saying? They right. clean up very well. But some people enjoy doing it. They see it as a... Um, they see it as a, sorry about that, they see it as a, um, you know, they, they just, it's something about it they love doing. So I just, you know, I love helping people find that. So I have a uh, coaching program that's called um, the Mastermind. And with my Mastermind classes, you dig out who you really are so we can get you on track to turning your passion into a paycheck. Okay, and, and that's called the Mastermind, correct? Yes, mastermind, mastermind conversations with Braley. Mastermind conversations. And how you get a hold of us for that is you simply email us at bookbraley at gmail.com, B-O-O-K-B-R-E-L-Y at gmail.com, and say, hey, I want to know about the masterminds. Like, I, I can't put this kind of stuff on my social media because... I don't. I have very limited time. Right, <laughs> so right. those who are serious and those who are called to me will find out about it and get on our schedule and get your mastermind class. But it's something I just don't put on social media because then I'll just have tons of people. But I really want to affect the the change in people's lives that really want it. So. And I think they will be assigned to me, so I don't really do this big advertising thing on that. If you go to my website, BraleyEvans.com, you'll see it there. So, you know, if you, if you already are in my uh, sphere of influence, then mm -hmm. it's for you. 
Right, and I just want to make sure that we have this um, correct for the record. It's it's not the mastermind. It's just mastermind conversation with Braley. With correct? Braley, but okay. you get that by going to my website, um, website BraleyEvans.com, mm -hmm. and then it'll give you instructions from there on how to sign up. Got you. I got all that information down. We're going to blast that out there, too, to try to... Uh, all the people that's looking for inspiration and guidance. And, you know, that's a great thing that um, that you're doing that because a lot of people, um, a, lot, a lot of people be kind of like once they actually um, get on and, you know, a lot, a lot of people kind of forget about, um, you know, sharing um, opportunities and, and giving back and opening up doors and stuff like that. And I don't really know why um, things are like that, but it's sort of the way that it is in a lot of regards. You know, a lot of people just, I don't know, they, they, they kind of just have a selfish spirit. Do, would you say that that's like, uh, a spirit that's going around or you are, or, or what, what would you, what would you call it from your experience? Well, I believe, believe that a selfish spirit is because people don't realize who, who they are. And if you, once you realize who you are in Christ, you realize, hey, my daddy has everything, so I live in abundance. I lack nothing. I have everything I need, plus some to give to my brother and sister. And I could never compete with them because I have my own fingerprint that nobody can duplicate. So once, I, once you know who you are, you don't operate in that lack mentality that would cause you to not want to share information. Right, right. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Now, oh yeah, and 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 for the record, how does how does your parents feel now? <laughs> <laughs> they are in amazement. They're like, well, I guess you said this is what you wanted to do. My dad is just in awe. I think he secretly cries when he's by himself and watches me on TV and film because he will not watch my shows with my mother in the room. Really? And to the movies, he likes to go by himself to go watch me in the movies. It's so funny. My mother's like, he won't even go on a date with me to watch his own daughter. He wants to go by himself. And my mother says, probably because he's in there crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so hilarious that um, they're just in awe of how I move. They can't believe it. My parents, oh, hold on. Okay. Y'all tuned in to the Vibe Show podcast with special guest Braley Evans. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I'm sorry. You oh, good. Yeah, we definitely Okay. Um, th what I was saying is I just think that they're uh, in awe of, because they, they're like the retirement people who worked on their jobs for 40 years. Right. And um, did that kind of thing. So they don't understand, like, you know, being in this industry, being in this industry that, um, you know, one day you're a viable part of the industry, and the next day you are looking for another show to be on. <laughs> right. I think that's kind of. But they're watching me do it, and they're becoming more comfortable with it. And I'm like, oh my god, there's something to what this girl's been saying all along. Like they, because my I don't come from an entrepreneurial family. I come from people who are hard workers, stay on your job for 40 years, get retirement, that type. So right. I, I think I'm even changing their minds about what God can do. And, you know, when you lean into your gifting, when you trust him really on another level, uh, how your faith can really just make a whole life for you. Right. And, and that's, and that's really, um, that's really a beautiful thing too, you know, and shout out to, um, shout out to your parents, man, for, um, Yay, mommy know, and daddy. they play a big part in, in this, um, creation of, of this ball of talent. 
too. So yes, we got to I mean, give I them think credit. That if it wasn't for them allowing me to explore all the different activities that I did as a child and really making me feel like I had a, um, you know, what do you call it? When you jump off of a building and then there's like that spring at the bottom to save you, (laughs) I really felt free to jump, you know? I felt like I would have a safety net. That's what it's called. I would have a safety net no matter what I did. I couldn't go too far where I wouldn't be, you know, safe. And I knew that I would have a springboard if if I failed too terribly, I can always go home, but um, I haven't had to do that. Right. And, and, okay, so film, television, and theater, um, wow, voiceovers, um, like, with with everything that you do, what's your most favorite in those fields? It's hard to say. I mean, I have such a good time and lose track of, you know, everything when I'm in the studio singing. Like, I can be in there 18 hours and don't even feel it. Like, really. Um, And then when I'm doing voiceovers, it's so just exciting to be able to move people with your voice and sell a product or, you know, um, announce a show or whatever. That's super fun. And then I found putting on different characters um, to be very exhilarating as well because I get I like to tell people I get to live a thousand lives in one right. like I only God only granted me this one life but I get to really live a thousand lives because I've played so many different characters in so many different situations and that I'll never be in you know I'll never right. in the name of Jesus I'll never be kidnapped <laughs> you know oh, I'll never yeah. murder someone right. but I get to play these things and what it would I get to explore the emotions of what they would feel like you know what I mean yeah so um I, it's hard to pick one as my absolute favorite. I love to dance. I love just the freedom of body movement and expression. But again, I couldn't pick one to be my absolute favorite because it's so so, so many endearing things about each one of them. Right. You know, with 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 doing um, with doing so many different characters and stuff like that. Do you have, do you ever find yourself like? Um, getting caught up in the character or have you ever got caught up in being that character in real life yes um actually my rondale lancaster who i play on ambitions you guys are going to see some really deep dark things about rondale and usually i've been known to be the comedic actress and you know bring the funny but when you're on a series that's a dramatic series you get to play the funny beats but you also get to build this whole person. And as you know, we all have many different facets to our personality. So uh, it was really incredible for me to explore the dark sides that um, Rondell has to experience. And on those days, I found myself uh, really uh, being Rondell, even when they yell cut. And because, you know, we would have to do several takes, but I would stay in that mode and people, oh, are you okay? They would be coming up to me and I, I, and I would be like, no, I'm fine. And someone else would say, she's, still, she's working. She's just waiting for the next setup, you know? <laughs> so um, there is a piece of you that can get lost in a character, but that's why I love teaching young actors because um, I help them know who they are so that you can always return. So, because you can get caught up in a character and walk out of there and nobody has made sure that you've come all the way back. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. So, um, 
it's something about getting to know your most authentic self first so that when you put on these different shades of personality, none of them really get to stick to you because you can say, okay, I know who I am. Let me come on back. Um, and there are tools to do that. So that's why I love teaching acting too. With, um, with film, um, television and, uh, theater, uh, theatric, do you like, can you explain like the different, um, feels of it for the listeners like um with film like is there any difference with it um i know like being in front of a live audience um versus that part of it but like the inner feel well i'm not sure what you mean like you, you know film theater versus film versus television yeah like like the difference between them like you know what i mean like as far oh, as like you playing the part um from the, it's a difference in so many aspects of it, but from the actor point of view, um, in theater, you're allowed to be big. Your voice must carry. You, uh, your physical body movements really matter because you're trying to get the person that bought the last seat in the back of the house to see and hear everything that you're doing. So it's a different... Um, you know, undertaking when you're on the stage. Right. Then when you move to film and television, your movements become very small because the camera picks it all up. Even your sound becomes um, even quieter because you don't want to be, you don't have to yell. You have a mic on your body. Right. So the, the, the most quiet breath can be heard. So um, it's a different technique. And also, how your your body language can be very subtle, but means so much. Uh, when the camera zooms into your face, and you have your eye on someone who just killed your daughter, the camera can read your thoughts just by looking in your eyes, right. and you don't have to say a word. Um, and then when you move to film and television, it changes again because you have less cameras. You know, sometimes in television you have multicam. But, and so they pick up, you know, things you're doing in the background when the main character is doing something else on another camera. But when you're in a movie, maybe there's one camera. So therefore you have to do your actions 10 times in a row because they have to move that camera 10 different angles to get all the, the, you know, the moves in that one scene. Right. So there's a lot of different dynamics that come with those three mediums, theater, film, and television, that as I've uh, booked each of them and studied each of them, I've gained the tools to be able to be comfortably, you know, placed in any of those places now. But I remember when it was like my first time, you know. Right. It was my first time pulling up on any of those sets. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, what is this? But, you know, it's just a learning curve. But when you love something, you really dive into it. You want to know more. You're eager. You're watching other people. You're soaking things up like a sponge. So I just tell anybody that's interested to take the leap. Just get started in your local church, in your local community theater, wherever you can. Get get with it. Start now. Call yourself. I'm an actor. Not an aspiring actor, but be an actor. Go act. Right. <clears throat> wow. Now, voiceovers. I want to touch on that a little bit. How did you um, get into the voiceover game? 
I, um, someone introduced me to my agent, and I had to do a voiceover reel. And I'm with Abrams uh, Agency for voiceovers. And I have a very, uh, I don't know, distinct voice. Mm -hmm. So it would be so funny that my friends and family would say, I was walking past my television and heard your voice and then looked at it and saw it was you. Wow. So that told me, that was kind of giving me a hint that I had a very distinct voice that would be, you know, maybe advantageous in the voiceover world. So that's kind of what I do. I even have fun creating my own voiceovers. If you go to my Instagram, which is at Braley Evans, um, you'll find there's some voiceovers that I make myself sometimes. <laughs> like that's how much I love doing it, that I'll get my computer and just create a voiceover to promote something. Right. And, and how, um, so, and, and, you know, cause it was, it's, how, how could one get into the voiceover game? Because I'm, I always find, found it interesting and I always, um, was interested in, in trying to get into that. As yeah. Well. I don't know. There, there's no real formula. Like again, you know, a neighbor took me to his agency and then, um, Someone else told me Abrams had an opening for my type of voice. So I submitted my voice over real, and they said yes. So I don't know if there's a a process that anyone could take. I've just been in the right places at the right time, and it worked. Um, so I don't, I don't know how to tell you to get in, but uh, I would say if it's a desire of yours, you, you will seek out what to do. Like, right. it'll just naturally you'll figure it out because you'll make phone calls, you'll, you'll research, you'll take classes, and those instruction, instructors will give you instructions on how to be in that particular, you know, genre. Got you. Definitely will um, do my research on that a little bit more. Um, and like you say, it, it definitely will come because a lot of things, um, it, it, if it's for you, it, it seems to find you. You know. Oh, yeah, nothing that's for you will ever pass you up. Like, you know, what's for you is for you. And just because you're even inquiring about it means that there's a little bit of a desire there. But now that's when you put in the face. And you face without works is dead. So now that you have the face, you're kind of asking the questions. It's kind of circulating in the, you know, in the universe now. And now you can do some Googling, take a class, and just start walking towards that thing. I I said this recently to some friends. Sometimes you got to make a decision on a thing and then begin to walk towards it. And then you'll find that it's walking towards you at the same time. Right. But if right. you just sit still and talk about it, nothing will happen. You've got to put the work with the faith in order for the manifestation to happen. Right. With you um, doing motivational um, doing motivational speaking, how, how do... Um, how do you balance all of the hats that you wear? Well, I'm not always acting. Um, acting, like, we, they give us a certain time frame for each project. So it's not like it's a nine to five that goes on forever. Um, my longest project um, has been Ambitions that we shot over, you know, an eight-month period. Um, other shows I've shot in two months. Uh, the movie Sparkle was shot in two months in Detroit. So all of those have a start and an end time. So in between 
shooting, I'm able to go be a keynote speaker um, or host or moderate a panel. I just got back from North Carolina, Durham, hosting a business of entertainment conference where people could come and find out up close and personal from other actors, from directors. We had um, Tyler Perry's vice president uh, there. You know, people who really know this business and who are actively doing it right there where you all could ask, you know, any questions that you you had. And so um, that's what I do in between shooting. And also I am about to embark upon this tour with some girlfriends and I got together and we noticed that each of us really lean into our giftings very well. And so we said, you know what, if we all got together, we can help people really become a whole person. The name of this tour is the Mind, Body, Soul, and Food Tour. Mind, Body, Soul, and Food. We had to say soul and food because we didn't want people coming thinking they were getting some soul food. (laughs) (laughs) I, I teach on the mind and how you can get your mind right so that you can walk on water and get out of the boat on your hopes and dreams. The body portion is going to be handled by Christy Moore. She is uh, an entrepreneur who has recently quit her 9 to 5 to do it solely. She's going to be talking about the transition between her 9 to 5 to becoming a full-time entrepreneur as well as her products that are called SkinCube.co on Instagram. It's a full-body product line that's the largest organ on your body. She's going to be talking about why it's so important to take care of it. And then Soul is Christina Johnson. You have seen her on the Atlanta um, X's. Um, she was married to CeeLo Green. She will be. She has a um, life coaching business, and she'll be talking about how your soul's got to be right, you know, to and uh, to achieve the dreams that you have. And then finally, we have uh, Tregay, Chef Tregay. She is the first African American female to win the Food Network Star Show. Wow. And she'll be talking about what you put in your body. So when we really thought about it, we said, boy, we have, the four of us have conquered what, you, what goes in, what's on the outside, what's in your soul and your heart, and what's on your mind. And that right. is a complete person. So we're hoping that anyone in the Durham, Charlotte areas are logging on. On my Instagram, there's a link um, to purchase your tickets. We're hoping that you guys grab those tickets and be there. It's going to be fantastic. On the June 26th and 27th, oh, excuse me, July, 26th and 27th, you must be there. But if you go on my Instagram, click the link, it'll be right there. Perfect. You know, that that, yes. that is, and that's going to be an amazing experience. Shame on you guys Total for not coming down, down this way. <laughs> Shame on y'all for not coming down this way. Wait, where are you located? I'm in Louisiana right now. Wow. Well, you know, this is what we do for different cities. We say, if you can get 50 tickets sold in your city, we'll come. Okay, let me write that. So I'll put it out there. So Louisiana, if you would love to see us and live and in person, people like to call it women empowerment because they see a lot of women coming. We like to say, yes, it's women empowerment, but all are welcome. We want our gentlemen because we need the men as well to make this thing successful. So it is open to everyone. But we would totally come to Louisiana. All you all need is a venue and 50 tickets sold. We'll be there. Wow. Okay. 
Okay, I got I got that information all rolled down. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you yeah. some more about that as well. Um, and that would also add more dates, right? So July. That would add more dates. Okay, yes, I and they would you. be right around that time, um, July, August, somewhere in there. We would have to make our way down. Right. Now let's let's talk about um, let's talk about ambitions a little bit and how um, that role and opportunity came about. Oh my goodness! I was actually on set of my first series regular, which role, which is called Last Call. It's on Bounce. It's a comedy that is amazing. I like to call it a chocolate cheers. It's mm-hmm. about uh, ex NFL player who owns a bar. And I'm his cousin who has come in to help him run his bar as he is no longer playing football. So this is his only source of income. Right. <laughs> and we have an all-star mm-hmm. cast with uh, Malik Whitfield, uh, Carl Payne, Erica Page, who's actually also with me on Ambitions, is on the show. Shout um, out to Erica. That's my girl. Yeah, we love her. That's my girl. That's my like, girl. She and I are just holding hands, walking through this industry, and it's been She said the amazing. same thing. She, um, just, she said the same thing. I'm serious. The same are exact, you serious? Listen to me. The same exact thing that you just said. She really? just said, I just interviewed her yesterday. True. Just interviewed like her God yesterday. Gave, gave us to each other. It's so incredible. Wow. I'm sorry. I just got lost in the moment. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, it's totally okay. But so I was on that show and I was walking to lunch and a gentleman in the hallway said hello to me. And I thought he looked familiar, but I wasn't really sure. I said hello and kept walking. And so George Pierre, who's a casting director who has an office in that same building, runs in the lunchroom and goes, Bailey, Bailey, come here. I want you to meet somebody. And lo and behold, it happened to be uh, Benny Boom, who was the director, and Sheila Duxworth is one of the producers for Ambitions. And they go, you walk by, and boy, we thought you could play this character. And I said, well, where where are the lines? Let me read for it right now. Like, ain't nobody scared? Let's go. And they were like, oh, my God, this character is just like that. She's bold. She's, you know, rambunctious. And I said, because it's my role. Like, I literally told them it was mine in, in that first day. They said, no, we're going to give you the lines and let you, um, you know, read for it on tomorrow. So I did the next day. And in 30 minutes, my agent was calling saying, um, well, you'll be on OWN. Oprah is now your boss. You, Come you booked the role. On. That is how I got it. What you had already claimed it already that that confidence that is amazing. Yes, I, so I basically just saw. I mean, the author mentioned an opportunity, and I just grabbed it. Wow, just like that, like like just like that. Mm-hmm. You know what? And, and let's talk about your um, your role, your your part that you play, um, your character. So my character is Rondell Lancaster, the older sister to the mayor. Um, She's put everything, her entire life, into making her brother's life the absolute best because their mother died. And so she felt like she has to be the one to make sure his life goes well. So with doing that, she kept working in their family business, which is Thelma's Place. It's a restaurant. Like kind of a, you know, as they call a hole in the wall, soul food mm-hmm. restaurant. And um, now she's coming against these big builders who would like to give her, you know, some money to tear down the restaurant. And she's like, no, I'm not letting gentrification happen here. Why don't you guys make our neighborhood, 
look better for those who live here, but don't push us out. Right. And she's willing to put her life in front of this thing. And so the show kind of um, revolves around a love triangle happening with my sister-in-law, who's played, who is Stephanie Lancaster, is played by Robin Gibbons, and Amara Hughes happens to be Essence Atkins, and my brother, who is Brian White. They have some little, you know, love triangle things happening. Right. And then I'm caught in the middle of it because it's really about money and business, and I refuse to let this property go. So that's kind of the crust of what's happening on the show. That's kind of messed up they're trying to take that from you like that. Right. It's our family business. I'm like, no. And I'm going to rally up the community to say we won't move. So we'll we'll see how successful or not I am on the show. You know what, too, and and um, in, in watching the first one, um, how, how much of the character is you? I feel like it, it, you you make it so organic that some of those strengths, if not all, are you. I'll tell you this: I I gird every character in Braley. That's the realness you feel. And then on top, as I create her, I layer in who she really is. Got you. She is a big sister. That's a layer. She is uh, an entrepreneur. That's a layer. She is a community. She doesn't even know it, but she's becoming a community activist. But really, she's just outspoken and is that type of person who will speak for those who are afraid to speak. There you go. I'm with you. So all these layers I'm adding to who Braley really is. Because in real life, Braley's the only child. You know what I mean? So there <laughs> right. are things that are different. However, in real life, I am someone who would speak up if I saw something was wrong. So I can ground my characters in who I really am, and then I put the circumstances of the character in the mix to create the character. So the people say, oh, you just seem so real, and it just seems like you. And I go, well, because it is me. Right. It is me putting on a situation that I've never experienced before. You know, so that's the mix. So it's like baking a cake, you know. You, you have your main ingredients that are all the same. Every single cake has flour, eggs, and butter in it. Right. But then sometimes it's chocolate, sometimes it's vanilla, sometimes it's strawberry, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's the same cake, a different flavor for a different character. I love how you put that. That's dope. And you know, I've never, <laughs> I, you brought something out of me. I've never explained it like that before. But moving forward, <laughs> uh -huh. I will forever explain it like that because that really is um, how I, you know, mix up these characters. With with everything that you have accomplished um, thus far, um, study growing, more opportunities, doors are opening. Um, like you said, you know you're, you're basically living your best life, and you've had the opportunity to um, work around so many different amazing people. What's what's that ultimate experience like? that you feel on the inside, if you can explain that, like being able to, to, you know, it's, it's on the outside, it's like a dream, but like speaking with you, I, I want like the inside perspective of like everything looking back 
if you've ever stepped outside and, and, and looked back like, you know, yo, like, wow, like, yeah, this is really. I know what you're saying. Well, I'll say this. I'll just give you, when I know that my name, Braley, has come off of the lips of the legendary Whitney Houston, it floors me. I'm like, Whitney Houston knew my name? She said my name? She called me and she let me call her Auntie Whitney. And she would, Braley, come here, sing this. And I would be like, huh? Whitney Houston? Like, I, you know, it's really a weird thing when people that you, I grew up in the mirror with my, you know, with my hairbrush saying, oh, I want to dance with somebody. Right. And then to have her step out of this iconic, you know, image that I've created in my head about who she was, for her to say, Braley, come here, sing this. Come here, girl, what are we going to do for lunch? Like, it's, it's surreal. It's like... It's, just, it's, it's truly living in a dream. Like, I would sometimes be on set, and I would stand off in a corner and literally just watch her. And I would wow. see her go in her purse, fix her lipstick, or, you know, just do something really normal and be like, oh, my God, she just put her right. hand in her purse. Right, right. It's the craziest thing. It's, it's like crazy, like being around Queen Latifah in Just Right, you know. That was my very first movie. I didn't know what was going on. I, I just was like, why do we have to do it so many times? Right. And I leaned over and I said, hey, wh why did I do it wrong? Why are they making me say the line over and over again? And she said, oh, because, honey, they have to get it from different angles. <laughs> and so she said, well, just do you, boo-boo. That's how you got here. Those words, I, I like should have it written on a wall somewhere because that's exactly what she said. Do you, boo-boo. That's how you got here. Wow. And I said, okay. Like, I've had these moments in life. I remember when um, Jamie Foxx is a big brother to me as well. Uh, we were managed by the same company when I was in a uh, singing group back in the day. And Jamie once pulled me aside and said, what's your fear level? And I was like, what do you mean? He said, once you can conquer fear, you're going to blow up. Like, you don't even know who you are. But once, once fear does not have a place in you, keep the world's going to know who you are. And so I've had all these really amazing people say little things to me. I remember, you know, uh, Mona, Mona Scott, of who course. owns Mona Me Television? Yes, yes. With all of the, um, the shows, the hip-hop right. shows? Yes. She said to me once, honey, you are a star. And when you, she, she's the one who told me, like, she told me this years ago. And so when I see her now, she's like, I told you. Like, <laughs> it, it's just, I've had these moments with people that are way beyond even where I'm trying to go. Like, you know, way right. beyond where I'm on my way to, I should say. Right. And they poured these little nuggets in me all along the way. And I believe this is just the sprout of what the seeds they planted. And then the next one watered it and watered it. And now my tree is growing, and you know it's it's really amazing to watch. So I, you know I'm still a fan. I still fan out when I see people I love. I still want a picture. <laughs> I still right. can we get a selfie? You know, yeah. I still like you know. Want, I still want to call Oprah Auntie Oprah, even though she said don't call her that. Man. You know, I still want to be. I want to get to be up close and personal with her, where she says, you know what, Braley, 
I love you so much. You, you can do it. <laughs> Oprah, man, that is like, that's amazing right there to, to just to be in the same room with her, you know, to, to right. it's so much wisdom is so much, you know? Yeah. Man. It's fantastic. Like so much, not only wisdom, but so much ambition for the lack of a better word, you know? You know, yes, Shane was plugged to the show, but <laughs> that woman has exuded so much ambition. It is a very ambitious thought to think I'll have my own TV network. Really? I know, right? Where do chocolate folks do that? I you know, know what I'm saying? It's really ambitious to be a journalist and desire to have your own show and it lasts for 25 years. Like, mm -hmm. she, it's really ambitious to say, I'm going to build some schools in Africa and make sure these girls are well taken care of. It's ambitious right. to, you know, raise millions of dollars for different organizations around the world. Like, her ambition level is so crazy that it makes my ambition seem small when I say right. it out loud. But she's been such an example to all of us, and whether black, white, you know, whatever color we are, she's been such an example of, hey, I put on my pants one leg at a time, just like you. We have the same 24 hours. Right. What's, what's the issue here? So, she, and it's not like she came with a silver spoon in her mouth. Exactly. You know, she's showing us that from nothing you can create something. So all of us should take these, you know, this image and say, okay, how am I going to add to society? What legacy am I going to leave? Because she's given me an example. Wow, that that's a lot of inspiration right there. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And and I tell you what, it it it's definitely amazing and and so much inspiration for me because you just spoke on something that that's one of my visions and goals and and, and to ultimately have my own um, televised show. And what you just said, you know, it really, really, um, it touched me in a different type of way, and I really appreciate that. Well, I hope so, and I hope to be one of the first guests uh, on of your Of course. Uh, you, you know you, know you got to come thing. back. We, we, we can't just keep saying, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, and so what, you don't, what you're doing for me is when you say that, it hits me in a way where I'm like, okay, Braley, now you've got to hear that, and and also the hopes and dreams that I still have, I've got to move on them too. So we're all in the same boat, you know what I'm saying? Like right. We all have things we want and aspire to do, but we have got to stop aspiring and do them. We've got to make the necessary phone calls. We've got to get the no's, like I teach in my water walker classes. you got to collect no's, or you're right. going nowhere fast. You know, right. the no's fuel you to your yes. It's just like gasoline in your car. I feel like a broken record because I say these things so much, but I have to remind myself, hey, Braley, how many no's did you get today? Oh, you didn't get any no's because you didn't ask any questions today. The Bible says, ask, seek, and knock. That's right. So if you're not working the formula, the formula don't work. Right. So I'm looking major, major forward to being on your television show. Thank you so much, and 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 we both touching and agreeing on that, and that's already yeah. claimed and done and put up already. He got that, and he's working on that as we speak. So definitely, yeah. um, I wanna uh, I wanna ask you too before um, before we wrap it up because I, I I really could talk to you like 
you just like I'm serious. Like you, you and Erica, man, you guys are just like you guys are like so on fire right now. You know what I'm saying? Just spiritually, mentally, physically, just the whole just and you really like happy and and really like appreciating all of the opportunities and and you guys are working your butts off and it's just so much inspiration and just talking to you guys really just i got i was fueled up yesterday and now i'm fueled up talking to you it's the just kid, like i love yo, it it's you know, crazy i love being an inspiration but as i look up the word inspiration it's kind of like inspired thoughts kind of you know it's still in the thought realm. Yeah. I want to be more of a motivator because ah. that has to do with moving and, you know, motion. I want people to move. Like, after hearing me speak, I desire that my words cause people to go into action, right. that their lives are changed in such a way in the moment that they get to hear my voice that they say, I'm going to pick up a phone call and get a no today. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. not kind of go for the no, but at least make a phone call because you never know your first phone call might be a yes you right. don't know but i just want to move people I, I want to um not only inspire but like you know get them to be moved in right. such a way that they do something and, and you know like you know i keep talking about being a human being you know be that thing that you want and do that thing that that you want to do and uh, have no fear with it. It doesn't matter if they say no. They're not the person that's going to say yes. So just keep gathering the no's until you get your yes. So I th- I hope that your listeners get from me today that um, that they would move on their hopes and dreams, that they would actually do something. Go create that Wix website to sell those products. Go uh, tell your friend, I'm going to open my cleaning business and I'm going to start with you. Let me clean your house for free. And then when your people come over and say how beautiful it is, that you would tell them about me. Like, go and give their gift away until somebody says, you know what? No, I'm going to pay you to do this. You know, like, I just hope that people are are motivated to go get started. It's always the starting that's kind of the hardest. Um, And then sometimes you'll have a lull, and it'll be kind of hard to keep going when, when the going, you know, when it gets tough. And so I hope they run into someone like me again that comes along and waters them again mm-hmm. and go, no, 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 get back up. So I really hope that that's what your listeners get out of this entire um, radio show. But I also hope that they watch every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock on OWN and um, that Rondell or Bella become some of their favorite characters that they love to watch and that they would tweet about it, hashtag ambitions, and that they would take videos of their television screens and put it on their Instagram. That's what I really hope that we accomplish today. And I'm so grateful for your platform. May God bless you and continue to uh, flourish everything that you touch. Um, we'll be keeping you in your in our prayers and um, just hoping the best for you. And also that next time we speak, we'll be sitting on a couch face-to-face. Man, in Jesus' around. name, hey. in Jesus' name, amen. In I Jesus really, really name. appreciate that. You better that. go and put the name on it. Yes, it indeed. Amen. Amen. Look, right before we go though, um and and I just I'm just I'm I'm so so grateful. Um I always ask my guests I always ask my guests if if you had an opportunity to speak to a room full of which you've been dropping jewels throughout this entire interview. Um you had an opportunity to speak to a room full of um uninspired people 
that was looking to looking for some inspiration, some some wisdom, some direction, um, some words of encouragement. Um, what would you tell them? If I was speaking to a room full of uninspired people, I would say, I want you to realize how special you are. Your daddy's sperm hit your mama's egg for a reason. There was a lot of sperm that went, but only yours made it. And then you made it through the birthing process. God has a plan for you, for you only, that only you can do. And if you don't do that thing, you will be stifling somebody else's dream. So please, don't leave this earth with what God put inside of you. Please get started today. Please find out what the thing is. Please do whatever you've got to do to get there. Because imagine, if Oprah didn't have the dreams and aspirations and the, you know, everything that she's done in her life, I would not be on OWN today. Amen. My dream wouldn't be realized of being an actor on major networks working with her. Because she would have stopped at having a successful TV show and never had a network. Wow. So all of our dreams are tied to someone else's. Please. Don't let your lack of ambition create, you know, cancel out somebody else's dream. You're here on purpose. Live. Wow. Do it. Move today. This is all you have. We're not promised tomorrow. Do something. Don't meet Jesus and say, oh, I buried my gift. I was too scared. I didn't have enough money. I Whatever the excuses are, I want you to push past them. And live your dreams. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Um, wow. I, let me let me get myself together here. Can we put oh, those social platforms out there? That's awesome. Can we put those social platforms out there in ways people can reach you again? Yes, across all social platforms, I am at Braley Evans, B-R-E-L-Y-E-V-A-N-S. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I'm on Twitter every Tuesday night at 10, tweeting while the show's on. So see you guys on Twitter. Absolutely. Brayden, I, I love you. So you. Wishing you, um, from me and my team, more blessings, more success, more love. Yes. Just everything. I just, I thank you again so, so much. Absolutely. My absolute pleasure. I'll be looking forward to speaking to you on my next um, something, you know, my my next project that I need to get the word out. That's and right. I'll also be putting you in touch with my nephew so that he can be interviewed about his life and not going to college and pursuing his dreams. Absolutely. We definitely going to chop it up about that um, once we jump off this broadcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only Braley Evans. I'm talking about Wow. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my super special guest, Multi. What did we say we were going to start calling this thing? Oh, we, we said I was not a triple threat, but I'm an octa threat. <laughs> yes, the one and only octa threat, my sister, Queen Braley Evans. We are out of Thank here. You Thank so you so much. much.